This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes. On January 23rd, Clip Brock and Bryce Williams had a chance to visit with the captain, Shane Carden, former ECU quarterback, to talk about why he's so fired up for this upcoming ECU football season. Let's talk to a former Pirate great, the captain. Shane Carden joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Shane, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, guys. How you guys doing? Golly, boy, that sounds good. Uh, we're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce just gives uh, so chipper and the biggest smile uh, he no. hears from his quarterback. Oh, uh, my pen. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, good talking to Bryce. Clips just just the added bonus there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just the facilitator. I dish it and let y'all do all the work. Um, Shane, though, I, I heard uh, old Bryce said you've been fired up about what East Carolina's been doing this offseason, and boy, did they need it. Um, I, I tell you what, before we talk about what's new. Uh, we'll talk about Donnie Kirkpatrick, who Bryce uh, has talked a lot about over the weeks. Donnie out as offensive coordinator, but Shane, uh, man, he's got a, a legacy here at East Carolina, coached a lot of great players, a ton of great receivers, and uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to say the same thing about him. Everybody else has said uh, just a great guy and uh, was a really good coach here for ECU. Yeah, 100%. I think that the biggest um, thing that you saw when that happened, you saw the ex-players that had uh, had coached reach out and just said great things about them um, between the social media posts and and talking on radio shows. And and I think that speaks uh, more about than anything, right? When your foreign players are coming back out when something like that happens and just speaking so highly about you, and that's that's what you want as a coach. And, um, you know, when you're you're feeling that way about a coach that, you know, has gotten fired – you know, you want to reach out and you want to give him his love and, and appreciation because, you know, he was a big part of what we did when I was there. And, you know, we spent obviously a lot of time with him. I spent a lot of time with them between the receiver room and quarterbacks and just making sure everyone on the same page and uh, just a heck of a coach and someone that, you know, he and his wife actually end up getting pretty close to to my family and my parents. And, and I know they always asked about him. And when I went and visited, uh, you know, two years ago, they were, they were asking about Donnie and um, Donnie was asking about my folks and, you know, it was, it was really a family and I was there and it's tough to see him go. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I sound like he's going to go enjoy some retirement and uh, he, he deserves it. And Shane, with him out, that means you need to fill that spot. John David Baker in as offensive coordinator of the Pirates. I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about him before I heard his name in the coaching search for the first time. Um, you probably were the same, but uh, how about what you've learned from JDB and uh, and what he'll bring to this East Carolina offense next year? Man, fired up. Fired up. And you look at, like, I'm somebody in my life and coaching – or anything I've ever done, like if there's any little problems, like it's let's fix it. You know, it's like my wife asked me, hey, you know, a question about something that needs to be done. Like, oh, let's fix it. You know, and as we know, you know, they they may not want to answer. They may just want you to feel bad. But, hey, man, let's fix this thing. And uh, man, to hear Baker talk and hear everything he wants to do and his confidence. And I mean, obviously, what we did when I was there, just playing fast and the way he's talking about that, man, just just got me so excited and. You know, when you're having little problems with offense here and there, what what is what's Coach Houston do? I mean, there's nothing else you can do right now other than go out in the transfer portal and go get some coaches that, you know, seem like they are a great fit. And right now, you you have to think that Baker's a great fit, but you absolutely know Coach Mags is an outstanding fit. And to get Coach Mags back in that room, man, um, again, it's probably what kind of started me and Bryce Texan. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, transfer portal, this guy and this guy and this guy that we get it into here in a minute. But just to go back to that coaching, I mean – I love what Baker's saying. I love what he's bringing. 
Um, you know, it'd be an old miss, the offense they're running there. And, you know, cause I always like watching, uh, you know, spread fast offenses and Lane Kiffin and what he's been doing. So to kind of know he'll have a touch of that and then to hear what he's been saying in his interviews. I mean, it's just, yeah, I know it's like winter and baseball's coming up and baseball's been kicking butt, but it's like, we got to be fired up about kind of what's going on right now with this football and, and spring ball and fall coming up. Most definitely. Um, I wish you could have been, uh, in me with that segment when, the, you know, John David Baker was in here, and I was picking his brain. I'm sure it's fine to say. And I said, "Well, what's you know an example of something you're going to be running?" And uh, I feel like you, if I say what was one of our favorite pass plays, um, that he gave me an example that um, he's going they're going to be running. Um, what what do you think? What play do you think it is? Say it's like you know third and long, Hardy's in the slot. Um, what what pass play do you think it is? I feel like you're gonna guess. Are we, are we talking about the wide pop there over the middle, the long play action to the outside zone and hit him over the middle? Or? Uh, we did actually love wide pop. Maybe it was a little deeper. Um, Talk, are we talking the wide drag concept, ninety five? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Did that only second guess, baby? Yeah. So he he brought that up, and uh, so as soon as he said that, I said, "Bud, we're going we're going to be on fire." Um, him him picking that. So definitely excited about. It. I knew you loved having that play called, and like leading into the quarterbacks. Obviously, you've, you and I have talked about. Um, you know, with the you know with our two portal quarterbacks, you know the freshmen coming in, and of course you know we've got the guys who were here last year. But I mean, obviously, what are your thoughts on you know the guys that we've picked up in the portal? Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's awesome, right? You you have Hauser there from Michigan State with some with some big time playing uh, time there and playing in a big uh, big school, and then is that confirmed? We got Garcia. Is that in? Uh yeah, he he's in. We got yeah. Garcia there, yeah. and you talk about two guys that. You know, want to resurrect kind of what they've been doing. I'm assuming they went to both those bigger schools to to play a big time ball, and they're coming here to go compete. Probably seeing Baker come in here and be all right. We're going to throw the ball around. Um, there's been a lot of successful quarterbacks in, in pass happy spread offense that run you know run a lot of plays, and those guys have to be just looking at their chops and be all right competition. And uh, that's awesome, man. Iron shapes iron, and, and they got to get each other better. And in the time right now, where you know there are a lot of transfers, that has got the starters. Like, all right, why don't you guys go get it? When you guys support the other guy um, and be ready to go. And then you look at the the young guy we got coming in, Cole. I mean, all the, the stuff that's been, you know, said about him and this and that. My only thing to Cole is like, man, stick it out. Like, you're going to have two guys older than you that you can learn from. Very similar to me learning from Dominic Davis, which was the absolute best thing for me. Um, you know, you look back, you get in there, and Bryce, I'm sure you felt the same way, but you get in there first year, and you're like, hey, I, you know, I can play, I can start, I'm ready to go. And, uh, you know, looking back, you're like, Damn, thank God I wasn't because I probably wouldn't have been as good as I was. And, uh, you know, Cole, man, hang in there, learn, go be on scout team, man. Go learn how to just compete against like the number one defense with not number one guys, get knocked around a bit. And, uh, man, I, I know there's gonna be some tough days in that. And there's enough people I'm sure still around that program. Cole, get my number, man. Happy to talk to you. Happy to tell you about kind of what you can do on scout team, right? Cause I learned how to do a lot of that ad-libbing and throwing on the run and kind of making plays out of nothing on scout teams. And I had two years to learn all about that. But um, it's a heck of a time if you treat it the right way. And I just think it's such a good situation for Mike that he's put himself in that program with a new OC, with two old quarterbacks who want to go compete, and a young guy who can learn from those guys. And that's how you sustain and build a program, you know, in that QB room. And it's set up really nice. You know, we just – you got to make sure those guys buy in. you got to make sure these younger guys – you know, or those older guys are really helping out Cole when he needs it. And 
and Cole's really, you know, absorbing all the information. I mean, I remember sitting in our QB room and uh, later on and Kurt Benkert sitting there and it's like, dude, that guy had a cannon. Uh, he's a total stud. We, like, I knew he was going to be good. And, uh, you know, he, he pushed me at times to be better, you know, just knowing how good he was. And, and he would just absorb everything, ask a bunch of questions. And, you know, it's just, it's just a really good situation I think we're in right now. And that's what me and Bryce were talking about the other day, just how fired up I was on, on really setting up a, uh, a program. Uh, QB room. Shane Carden on the Pirate Radio Live line talking about what East Carolina has done this offseason to bolster an offense that really struggled in 2023 and we talked to Shane about some of the the newcomers uh he seems really fired up about John David Baker the offensive coordinator and Bryce as you mentioned uh he joined us here in the studio we we're talking about some of uh, the philosophies and you know he's picked up stuff from the the Mike Leach tree and also some of the Baylor principles but Shane uh sounds like like all offenses he wants the the run game to be important and we remember the high-flying ECU offenses when you were here but think about Ventavious Cooper and Breon Allen and what you guys were able to do in the run game and how much uh, a, a brutal uh, you know a successful awesome passing game can really help out a run game we saw that go hand in hand with your offenses from East Carolina sounds like that's what John David Baker wants to do here yeah, and I think any offense you're running, right, it always starts up front, whether, whatever, whatever you're doing. I mean, if you're really passing a lot, you still got to mix in enough run. And there was always conversations, even when we were kind of tight in games or even having to come back, you know, with Riley McSilent, hey, we still got to run the ball. You know, we really got to run the ball to hold that defense, make them honest. And, uh, you know, you look at a lot of our plays, like our outside zones really set up that long pop pass me and Bryce were just talking about earlier um, where we got kind of hardy working back across the field or you look at a lot of those, uh, you know, red zone touchdowns we have, split back, split back zone, play action, get a nice little, uh, you know, bang post behind that safety. Um, but, yeah, run game is a huge part. I mean, one of my favorite plays that I can really remember when we were there is, is one that I wasn't, you know, even throwing the ball. It was that third and forever, hand the ball off to Breon yeah. uh, against UNC, and it goes for a touchdown. You have, like, linemen running down uh, 40 yards blocking, our receivers pancaking someone in the end zone. I believe that was Jones and – and, like, that's, that's where it all starts. You get receivers blocking like that. You get live and run down the field. I mean, I show that clip to my team almost once a year. It's like, hey, man, that's what, like, the effort needs to look like. And if you get effort like that in the run game, everything else kind of comes after that. So I, I love that that, even with, you know, wanting to run 100 plays a game or whatever his goal is or how fast, like, it's got to start with the run game. Uh, Bryce, uh, we talked throughout the season, wanted to see more maybe creativity with this <laughs> offense. And right. Um, even if you are running the same stuff over and over, yet kind of giving it a different look, pre-snap, right, or, or motion or something. Mm. So, uh, you know, how can how can just simple things like that help out an offense? And, and or did you guys do some of yeah, that? Yeah, we did a lot of shifting. You know, I obviously would start, you know, in the backfield next to Shane, and then, you know, Shane would give some cue, and I'd, you know, either move to a slot or move just right off the tackle, or I'd move on the line and do all that. So, I mean, it definitely – um, I think definitely helps, you know, Shane as well to figure out if it's a man zone, you know, if someone's moving along with me um, on that end. And then, you know, any type of creativity and, you know, uh, cleverness, I guess you could say, with moving guys around, um, as you know, can be helpful. And I think mainly for, well, of course, the skill guys and stuff to know maybe what route or what um, or how to run the route if it's a man or zone. And then obviously for the quarterback to know, you know, what's going on. Yeah, Shane, did you did, right. you want to see more of that? 
Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, with, with Bryce, too, I mean, we went so fast, we would do trick plays without motion. I mean, we would fast pace, fast pace, and all of a sudden, Bryce is lined up as a left tackle position, right? <laughs> oh, On the yeah. Side next to the guard, and our tackle's over, and we're playing so fast, they don't even know what's going on, <laughs> and we get them wide open. I mean, so when you start playing fast, you get a lot more base defenses, and a lot of times you don't need to do as many motions, right? Then all of a sudden, you slow it down, hit a shift motion. They haven't seen a lot of that, then they can't do as much switching off or they can't, you know, um, deceive you as well, right? Because they kind of have to be what they're in. Then all of a sudden you shift, they got to already be there. So I just, I love, I love speed. And I think when you start missing, missing in, mixing in other things like that, it's very hard to fit. So that's what's got Shane fired up too, is John David Baker talking about going fast right. so much. And yeah. uh, something we really didn't see with this offense. I'm calling plays. I'm calling plays. And I got guys who are playing both ways the whole game. I can't go the speed, you know, that yeah. I'm accustomed to or wanted to. So <laughs> we start talking fast face off and so I'll go. He's a caged tiger. He's going to get out. <laughs> uh, Shane Carden joining us. To, uh, tell everybody, uh, Shane, about your, your coaching career and what's going on. Uh, give us an update on that. Yeah, man, we're, we're, we're trucking away. we got a couple guys going to college in the last few years. Um, we had a bunch of guys leave this year. Um, so definitely a rebuilding year. I'm going to have to get pretty creative with the offense. Probably won't be as much spread. We've got a few more running backs. So I'm, I'm diving into some of these old – old guy coaches about the scrum and the, and the uh, wing T stuff. And I'm going to start mixing in and man, just getting creative and having fun with it. Um, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. And, uh, you know, we'll see how we do this year. Uh, Shane watching, uh, ESPN right now. And they're, uh, previewing the conference championship games. How about the, the quarterbacks left? You got Lamar who's trying to make a name for himself in the playoffs. He's now two and three after the win last week. You got Mahomes, who's, Never not been to an AFC championship since he took over at quarterback. I I still don't know what Brock Purdy is. Is he just a product of the system there in San Fran? Uh, and you got Jared Goff trying to get back to a Super Bowl uh, with the line. So how about these QBs and uh, and who do you see, see advancing to the Super Bowl? Man, that's, uh, I mean, they all got a little chip on their shoulder at this point, right? Everyone counted the Chiefs out. Lamar has been told he can't win playoffs games. Purdy thinks he, you know, everyone thinks Purdy's just a system guy. Um, I mean, and then Goff, right? He's been totally written off. And so, all great stories. I would love to see Detroit go do it. Um, I think right now, the, the who played the best last week and the Ravens just look incredible. Um, so, I would have to pick the Ravens right now, but, you know, I'd love to see, I'd love to see Detroit win it all. Bryce, uh, you got any buddies left? I know that's how you pick your games. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you guys with Jared Goff, you know, I was with him yeah. in LA. So, and I'm with Shane there. You know, with um, uh, Detroit, you know, getting getting there. Um, what do you guys think about Dan Campbell? Uh, Shane, is that a guy you'd like to play for? <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's like that's like Bryce coaching and like, <laughs> you know, like when Bryce goes. That's gonna be Bryce coaching. You know, I just there's like I mean he was excited, but you know, yeah. Just two oh yeah. Pairs. Yeah, most definitely. And then I'm for Dan Campbell. And I had a chance to meet him. So and he was a cool guy when he was with the Saints. So um, like I said, I think Detroit would be be fun man that uh that place would be wild if they could get to a super bowl yeah. shane Carden joining us uh about to wrap it up bryce uh you got anything else for your old qb oh gosh i could ponder some things <laughs> i just good to hear his voice it is yeah, it, it is, is. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I, I got to ask you guys, is it, is it, I mean, it's got to get some energy around that football program right now. Like I said, I mean, like, we got a lot of other things going on at DCU right now, but there's got to be good energy with everything happening there. Right now. I'm kind of shocked, Shane. I mean, we went through a season that was bad. We went through fifth quarters where, and you know how it is. The <laughs> first thing you do is, uh, the easiest thing to do is say, fire this guy. Right. Get rid of him. Uh, Mike Houston can't win here with the, with his own players, all that stuff. Uh, it has completely turned on its head, Shane. There are people, a lot of folks just like you now, who uh, love what has been done this offseason. And, and I love where you said, hey, if there's a problem, fix it. You know, Don't kind of sugarcoat it. Let's, let's get to the issues. Let's correct these issues. That's what this offseason has been uh, for Mike Houston, who has kind of admitted, hey, last year uh, definitely won't good enough, can't happen again. He has said that exact thing. It won't happen again. So, uh, yes, yeah, Shane, it, it's been flipped since that last game uh to where we are now there is a uh some light at the end of this tunnel here now we hadn't seen it on the field yet but there are a lot of people excited well it's like what you can control right now is yeah. what he's been doing right that's all you can do so i you got to do it to that and then uh you know hopefully bryce can get out there and scout him up in spring ball and bryce can give us a report and tell us yeah. what's happening yeah, oh yeah, most of it. I'm definitely, uh, you know, playing. I got to hit up Mags, um, obviously to see him, and then hopefully I can slide out there. Heck, maybe I'll even try and get out there during one of their hell weeks, you know, this winter, during winter workouts. But uh, definitely in the spring ball um, will be fun to be. Well, he lost uh, his fishing buddy, Trip Weaver, Shane, so I got to find him a new fishing buddy so we can get him a, a man on the inside to get yeah. the details. <laughs> I, I got to do Mags. Would give him a little love at this point. Yeah, right. we'll, I, I would think so. We'll get Mags out of there. Yeah, right. I got to hit up Mags. <laughs> Shane, uh, great to hear from you, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you again down the road. Yep. See you guys. Have a good one. There's See the you. captain. Yep. Shane Carden, or as you call him, Penn. Penn. Yeah. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.